Well, thanks for listening to I've Got News For You. If you like it, hit follow or subscribe in your app and you'll get a new episode from us every morning. The 23rd of September, 2022. Please welcome Alan Carr. How bad can a date be when you spite, 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 spite your own drink with a hypno? From news.com.au. I'm Andrew Buckalo and I've got news for you. Well, today's guest has met some of the most famous people in the world and in this episode, he's going to reveal what they're really like. Joining me is the one and only Alan Carr, and he's going to tell us some juicy stories about Prince Harry, Mariah Carey, and Kanye West. Plus, he's also going to open up about some of the weird behaviour that went on behind the scenes when Britney Spears appeared on his talk show. You know, I was talking to her backstage, and every time I asked her a question, someone would come in and, and answer for her. Oh boy, wait until you hear that full story. It's coming up very soon on I've Got News For You. Well, Alan Carr is one of the biggest names in showbiz in the UK. He's appeared in a huge number of TV shows over there, including RuPaul's Drag Race UK and 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. Alan's first ever acting role was a squealer the pig in Animal Farm. It's great, Alan, but you can stop doing the voice now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was a pig. I had these pig heads like this and I had these sticks and I burst in the room to show me mum and dad and the dog shut itself. <laughs> He also had his own talk show, Alan Carr Chatty Man, which ran for seven years and featured interviews with some of the world's biggest stars. I'm talking Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, Rihanna, One Direction, Channing Tatum, even Ricky Gervais. I was round your house. Uh, you're one of about five people that have been invited round my house. I'm a very sort of private person, apart from, like, you know, workmen and postmen. Um, and, uh... Make me feel special. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Alan is also an award-winning stand-up and he's bringing his latest show, the Regional Trinket Comedy Tour, to Australia this November and December. Alan, welcome to I've Got News For You. What can we expect from your new show? Right, well, listen, um, well, it's critically acclaimed. <laughs> had some great reviews, which is wonderful, so that's always nice. Because last time I got a lovely review on the last day of my last tour in Sydney and I was like, oh, that's great because then you can't even put it on your poster because the show doesn't exist anymore. But I'm getting them now before I'm coming, so that's wonderful. Yeah, it's really good. It's very personal, very raw. It's about everything that's happened. It's um, about divorce. It's about, lock- uh, we're not all locked down. Yeah, yeah it's just, um, yeah, well, I, I, you probably know, I'll, I'll start anyway, but just at the beginning where um, I had the show written before lockdown and then a week, week before it was meant to go on, on tour, Boris Johnson puts into lockdown, the marriage collapsed, and then I came out the other end and I had a uh, had a show that just didn't make sense. So I sort of <laughs> rewrote it on the hoof. And it's, yeah, just personal, very funny and raw. Every time I have a stand-up comedian on this podcast, I love to ask them if they've ever received a really great heckle when they were on stage. Have you? Well, that's, I don't think people are that witty. This sounds like I've been very big. I get asked that all the time. I don't. I remember comparing, and there was an ambulance driver, and he said, "What do you do for a living?" He said, well, "I drive ambulances." I said, "What's the worst thing you've seen?" He said, "You." <laughs> but, um, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I just don't. There's no Oscar Wilde. You're, you're shit. You get that? I mean, I've never had any. Oh, you know, rah, rah, you know I, I just haven't had any. It's just normally your shit. <laughs> Is there a joke that you've ever regretted telling on stage for any reason? 
Well, people now in the audience, they go to the newspapers if you say something outrageous <laughs> and try and get you cancelled. So there's been a lot of that. They're just people stirring shit. That's the trouble. I mean, I had... Um, I lived on a farm during lockdown and we had a big fat, um, there's not big, a fat alpaca with ginger air and we called it Elton. And I just joking <laughs> said like that. And then someone went to the Daily Mail and then it was like, oh, no. then I just denied it and said it was called Cher. But um, yeah, yes, I mean, there's all stuff, but people just want to get you in the bloody trouble. It's like living in fucking Nazi Germany. <laughs> Uh, we were all obviously very sad to see the Queen pass away recently. You got to perform stand-up comedy in front of her. I'm going to have a listen now to uh, some of your material from that night. I mean, I had to have a great I'd big teeth. Boy, I'd big teeth. If I'd gone to Africa, would have got poached. <laughs> Alan, tell me about that experience of performing for the Queen. Yes, it was amazing. It was so amazing. The first time I'd ever... I've, I've hosted it last year, which was just fantastic and then I performed twice before and it was the first time I'd ever done it and she was there and I watched a documentary on it and she she laughed at my (laughs) Tesco club card Joe which is one of these cards you have to get all the loyalty points and um yes and she was like ha ha threw her head back and laughed and I was like wow a you're laughing at me b how the hell do you know about a Tesco club card (laughs) Yeah, and then you meet her at the end, and then she goes, very entertaining. But I got the impression she said that. She said that to Il Devo as well, who was standing next to me. So I think it was just a normal line. I was thinking, oh, can I have that for me poster? <laughs> Do you have to get your material approved before you perform in front of the Queen? Oh, God, you, you, you set a, a transcript and you send it all off and they say, and um, especially because last year I did the Royal Variety performance, you know, I mean, what a year they had last year, you know, with Andrew and <laughs> Megan. So they just said, we want to hear everything. So all the jokes went off. They knew what I was going to say. I mean, it was a minefield. It was a minefield, you know. But um, listen, you know, I, 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 it was an honour to perform to William and Kate. The last thing I want to do is slag off their family in there. <laughs> Well, speaking of that, I want to ask you about Meghan Markle. You made a joke about her on TV last year, which got a couple of complaints in the UK. Uh, Welcome, Fallon. Now, you were the first female dance player to win a match at the World Championships. As a pro, you must have a nickname. What's your nickname? Queen of the Palace. Queen of the Palace. I think that's the nickname Meghan had her art set on, didn't it? Look how that turned out. (laughs) What do you really think of Meghan? I love Megan. I do love Megan. I think anyone who winds people up like she does, I like her and I like him as well. I've met him before and he is just, he's so much fun, really nice guy. Yeah, I like Megan. I don't know her, but, you know, I just think she can't be as evil as the press is making out. I mean, I don't know. It's a bit like the Queen, really. I mean, I've only met her once. I mean, all these celebs when she died, oh, she was like a rainbow. (laughs) Her her smile lit up the whole room. And I'm like, how have you ever... I mean, these are Z-list celebrities. You're like, how the hell have you ever met the Queen? (laughs) I mean... You've got to take as you find. Yeah. And I've, I've I've met Harry and he was lovely and I'm sure Megan's over. But I, I don't want to be a sheep. I don't want to start hating on someone just because everyone's hating because you don't know. 
I've had shit written about me before, <laughs> completely untrue. So it might be shit about her, but I mean, I don't know. you got to take as you find, don't you, Bucky? Now, back in 2013, Alan Carr had Britney Spears on his talk show. And in just a moment, he's going to tell us about some of the weird things that went on behind the scenes. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Alan, you have met so many A-listers over the years through your TV show, Alan Carr, Chatty Man. I want to ask you about Britney Spears, though, who was a guest on the show in 2013. You gave her a whip and sent her around the studio to whip your staff into shape. Look, look at Clayton. Hi, my dressing room is in a right state. There's shit on the floor, vomit on the ceiling. You need to work, bitch. My makeup artist, do you know what? If I gave a chimp a crayon, I'd still look better than her. You're useless, you're gonna get fired. You need to work, bitch! What was Britney like behind the scenes? Well, that's a weird thing. I mean, after all that's come out now, and I mean, I've got to say, you know, you're asking about her, and I just, you know, the press were asking me when she came on, and they were really being really. Lee, they wanted me to say something nasty about her mental health mm. and i and i resisted because it was clear that she was um you know i was talking to her backstage and every time i every time i asked her a question someone would come in and and answer and answer for her so how long are you in london for till thursday are you seeing any sites no she's just gonna and i thought well, that's a bit strange. Mm. That's really strange. And of course, you don't for a minute think that this big icon, this big set is being held, not held against her will, I'm being dramatic now, but you know, I think she was, wasn't she? Mm. It's like, that's what sort of come out. I still, I'm not that au fait with it all. But I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And of course, now it's all come to light. You see what's happening behind the scenes. It sort of made sense. But yeah, every time I asked her, she's fine. What, what drink do you want in the go? Oh, no, she won't drink. And she was there in front of me. And I just thought, this is so weird. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I, ju- I just got the impression she was bored of it all. Do you know what I mean? She <laughs> yeah. just, yeah, you know, there's certain things I couldn't talk about. But you don't think for a million years that someone of that stature is being, you know, told what to do. And because she's gone rich. She, wasn't she said she was drugged and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. It was given medication that she didn't want to take. I mean, listen, I was flattered. I mean, when we got the phone call, because, you know, sometimes we get these last minute calls and then I thought it was a hoax. Britney Spears wants to do Chatty Man. I was like, you are. <laughs> Bloody hell. So we met her. We met her before in a hotel. And that's when all the weird stuff was happening. And um, But really sweet girl. But you just got the impression she was just bored. Or maybe it was my interviewing skills. <laughs> 
Uh, did guests get to uh, provide a rider when they came on that show? And if so, were there any really bizarre requests that they wanted in their green room? We had J-Lo on and the first thing I said was like, oh my God, what's on a rider? What's on a rider? And it was just like water and flowers. I was like, where's the puppies? Where's the rose petals? <laughs> and then the funny thing, Grace Jones had to have eight bottles of this really expensive red wine <laughs> and live oysters that she had to shuck herself. <laughs> I thought, oh great, she's going to come down that stairs pissed and horny. <laughs> Well, I ended up getting off with her. I ended up getting off with her with tongues. Oh, that means kiss, does it? Because I, I was thinking sex over here, but that's kiss. Oh, no, no, I didn't go down on Grace Jones. <laughs> A lot did happen on Chatty Man, but there was no cunnilingus. I'm sure you get asked this question all the time, but who is the most difficult celebrity that you've ever met during your showbiz career? I know you want juicy big names, but I mean, (laughs) you you must have heard this before. The bigger the name, the nicer they are. Mm -hmm. It's these f***ing reality stars that do your editing. (laughs) of one whiff of fame and they want this. I mean, everyone, I mean, uh, Mariah Carey was just, you know, she was so, she was lovely, but the, okay, I I know you want some gossip, but she was so lovely and then invited us all to dinner afterwards. Oh, wow. Lovely woman, but there was a bit where she said she could only be filmed from the left side, <laughs> and the thing was the right side. And then you know, a manager said, "Well, could we rotate the set?" And we were like, <laughs> "Oh, you're serious?" Um, but she she was just she was a lot of fun. She, and I thought, "Oh my god, what's she going to be like?" What's, but she was, and we just ended up hitting it off, and uh, then took us all out for dinner and everything. I'm trying to know who. Who else? There was a funny thing when Kanye did a show called The Friday Night Project when he was, um, we deduced to do these spoofs. And do you know what dogging is? I do know what dogging is. Well, me and Justin did this rap video pastiche of Gold Dogger, where we're dressed as rappers in some bushes, pretend to have sex with all these bloody, you know, <laughs> scantily clad women. I'd say he's a gold dogger. But he ain't chatting to that poor jogger. So we're waiting for Kanye to turn up and he comes. And he's, and then obviously they've never asked him about what he wanted to do on the show. And so he's so easygoing, he's easygoing. The one thing he won't do is people doing parodies of his songs. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> and then because of my voice, and I used to do it with this bloke called Justin Lee Collins, who was like from Bristol, like, all right, my lover. When he saw us, he actually rang up his manager and thought we were punking him. He thought it, the show wasn't even real. <laughs> so, I mean, totally lovely. And you know what Kanye, Kanye was? Um, I was at the MTV Awards. I got a poke on the shoulder and I turned round. It was him. <laughs> hey, Alan, remember the Friday Night Project? How lovely is that? <laughs> he must, he's either been really had a good time or traumatised. <laughs> In just a moment, Alan's going to reveal which celebrity he's still desperate to meet. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Alan, every time we have a celebrity here on I've Got News For You, we ask them the same final five questions. The first one for you, what's something not many people know about you? I'm a keen bird watcher. Are you really? You see, you're surprised. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be into birds. No, you. What are you like? Um, no, I will often take my binoculars and have a little look. Oh, not into good. people's windows, in my bird box. Question number two, what profession other than your own, which we'll call the entertainment industry, would you like to attempt? I mean, I love a serial killer. Seriously, I would love to be a pathologist and go to the sort the bodies out. I know all about, you know, you, a blunt trauma, you know, like that, and the blood splattered up. <laughs> I love all that. And like maggots, you know, and if you kill someone and you move the body, then the bottom's gone purple where all the blood sunk. I love anything like that. Okay. <laughs> I did a documentary about Agatha Christie and we went to a forensics lab. I was in heaven. <laughs> Different stab wounds, skulls, people have been strangled. Yeah, right up my street. I'm in heaven. Question number three. I know you've met a lot of celebrities, but who's someone that you'd love to meet that you haven't yet met and why? I've always wanted to get Madonna on, but um, recently with a fake bum, I don't know whether I don't, I've, I'm sure she's living her best life, but maybe, um, yeah, yeah, maybe Madonna, maybe. Yeah, I've always wanted to get Madonna on, but, I mean, uh, is she fun? I don't know if she's as fun as I think she's going to be. <laughs> uh, question number four, your favourite film of all time and why? Oh, God, I, I'm such a gay stereotype. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? I love that. Mommy Dearest. <laughs> Mommy Dearest You're is... Not gay, are you? You're not gay, are you? <laughs> I am gay. You, you you don't know whatever happened to Baby Jane. No, I mean I was born in the eighties. <laughs> Mommy dearest, where she's fade on the way. No, I don't know it. Wire hangers. <laughs> she beats the girl because she's got wire hangers. I think your secret is straight. <laughs> All right, the last question for you, Alan. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Never tickle a grinning chimp. <laughs> Oh, wow. Who give you that advice? My nan on her deathbed. <laughs> I should have said the queen, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have to be my favourite celebrity interview of the year. What an absolute delight he is. I think I've developed a bit of a crush. Uh, make sure you check out Alan Carr's regional trinket stand-up tour. He's coming to Melbourne, Brisbane, Canberra, Sydney, Adelaide and Perth this November and December. And you can get all the tour info at alancarr.net. Thanks for listening to I've Got News For You. I'll chat to you later.